Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Thirst this morning, Jesus. My soul thirst to know you better and better. My soul longs to be in your presence again this morning, Father. My soul thirsts to give you glory, to worship the one who is the maker of heaven and earth, the God of the entire universe. My soul thirsts to worship God Almighty. You said that I am, that I am. My soul thirsts to worship the one who is the God of all flesh. I worship you again this morning. I worship you in the beauty of your holiness. Only you are holy, O God. I worship you in the splendor of your love. Scripture says you have poured out your love upon us. And because you loved us so much, you gave us Jesus to die for our sins. My soul worship you again this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we read our Bibles once again this morning and as we come into your presence to learn, we ask, Lord, that you will speak to us once again. We ask, Lord, that the word, your words will fill our hearts and someone will be blessed again this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome, a big welcome to everyone joining in to Devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study of the epistles. Remember, we are not studying them indemnly. Uh, but we are simply taking their introductions and then maybe somewhat the conclusions. Um, once we are through with this study, we will then read through the New Testament again. And then from there, uh, the remaining part of the year, we will take specific studies, okay? Topical studies and personality studies, okay? I have a request already on faith. Uh, getting my faith to work, working my faith. Okay, so we'll do topical studies. If you have someone you want us to study about, please send in, send in your request. So today we move on to, I haven't finished, um, finished Philemon yesterday. We move on to the book of Hebrews. Um, Hebrews um, is one book that there is no unanimous unanimous agreement as to who wrote this book uh let me uh just say thank you again to everyone joining in this morning there is no unanimity okay of who wrote the book of hebrews if you pay attention to some of the things written in there you want to suggest that it is paul however the style of writing the style of writing and the fact that this epistle focuses on believers, Jewish believers, 
okay, um, that it were, maybe we're even to an extent still struggling, practicing Judaism, and we're thinking of going back to Judaism uh, due to the persecution that they were facing. Okay, um, that's practically uh, the people to which the book of Hebrews is written. However, the book is written, it's applicable, applies to all, to all of us. Um, the book of Hebrews is one very interesting book. I think a book that every, every Christian should understand. And that is why when we come and study this later, we would read the book of Leviticus first before we read the book of Hebrews. Why? Because the writer of the book of Hebrews, so I'm going to be calling it the writer, because there are those who say Paul wrote this book. Paul wrote this book. There are those who point to either one of Paul's close associates, most likely Apollos or Barnabas. Uh, however, there is a new school of thought, and I think I want to somewhat agree, that says Luke. Luke is the writer of this book, but Paul is dictating the book. Okay? So, um, whatever, uh, whatever the writer was, uh, does not matter. The lessons are the same. Now, what does Hebrew do? Hebrew tries to present a message. And the message is simple, that Christ is superior to everything that the Jewish in course believers uh, experienced and were now tempted to go back to. They were trying to go back to Judaism. Um, so in other words, you want to place this even after Nero, okay? Nero persecuted Christians terribly. And then after Nero, you had, you had uh, the final emperor was was titus and then his son who then destroyed the temple so the book of hebrews it's about that period a period where they were being persecuted and these believers were considering if it was was it even wise to have become christians would they not have been better if they were if they remained jews okay um, that's who the writer of Hebrews is writing to. He's telling them that Christ is far better, far better than anything that they experienced, okay, experienced as Jews. Um, it speaks about the supremacy of Christ over the prophets, the supremacy of Christ over angels, over Moses, over Joshua, over Aaron, and over all the, rich, the rituals all the rituals, the day of atonement, the, the, all of the festivals, the festivals of, of shelters, all of the festivals, Christ fulfills each one of them. For example, of course, these okay, are, are literally the pillars, the, the pillars the Jews hold on to. Aaron, their, their first high priest. Moses, the one prophet that uh, they, they hold on dear to and then of course Joshua that brought them out of the land of Egypt uh, the writer tells them that if Joshua truly brought them out and had given them rest then God would not have spoken about another day of rest okay so we'll take a little bit of that touch it here and there 
But please get your Bibles. Let's read the book of Hebrews this morning. Uh, please note, Christianity is not something that is added to Judaism because there are so those who think that um, 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 we are the same. No, not at all. Christ is the fulfillment of everything that Judaism preaches. Christ is the fulfillment. And if you would, it's like going from A to A to Z. Christ is the Z. You cannot take the end and think the beginning. Okay, is yes, this beginning shows you how you got to the end, but Christianity is not a a build up, an addition to Judaism. No, it is better better promises it is fuller fuller promises and i trust god to bless us this morning hallelujah i'll be reading the book of uh we're using niv this morning niv somehow my new living translation is refusing to, uh, to come up it says in the past god spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. God spoke through Jeremiah. God spoke through the prophet Isaiah. God spoke through kings like David. Spoke through prophets like Elijah, Elisha. God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways spoke through the mouth of a donkey spoke by writing on the wall okay and they had to look for somebody to interpret spoke to people to prophets in dreams gave some prophets open visions okay he spoke in diverse ways various ways many times okay verse 2 says but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son in these last days, God has spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, over all things, of heir, appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. Okay? God spoke to these people through, um, spoke to our ancestors and through the prophets in various ways. We do not discountenance that. And it's very important because the Old Testament helps us to understand the New Testament better. Okay? It helps us to understand. However, you must understand that the New Testament is God speaking to us through His Son, by His Son, whom He has appointed, okay, as heir over all all things appointed as heir over all things and through whom that's christ he also made the entire universe hallelujah it says the sun is the radiance of god's glory and the exact representation of his being <laughs> i need to read that again the sun christ is the radiance of God's glory 
and the exact representation of his being. So, when you get to heaven, I'm telling you now before we get there, <laughs> when you get to heaven, you will not see God. The person you will see is the Son. Why? Because the Son is the exact representation of his being, of God. The Son is the radiance of God's glory. God's glory is shining out. When we get to heaven, what you will see is a light that no one can approach. A light that is, whose radiance is so great, no one can comprehend. But when we then really look at it to understand it, the person we see is the Son. Hmm? He says he is the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. God gave him a name that is above every other name. Okay, so the first part, verse 1 to 3, tells us, look, the Son, what we have received in Christ in through the Son, is superior to everything that the prophets had. Okay, the prophets were the ones who gave them the Old Testament. Now, okay, from this verse 4, it's beginning to tell us that the Son is superior to any angel to any angel okay because god gave him a name that is greater than than theirs when we read the bible okay we we see the archangels the archangel michael we see the archangel gabriel okay and i think there are seven archangels for the book of revelations there will likely be seven archangels that blows the trumpet, the trumpet and exacts the judgment upon the world. However, Christ has a name that is greater than all of theirs. Verse 5 says, For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son? Which of the angels? Not to Michael. As great as Michael, the archangel, the warring angel, the fighting angel in heaven is the one who leads heaven's armies the one who in quotes is the prince over the nation of israel as much as and as great as he is god never said to him you are my son god said that to christ you are my son today i have become your father or again i will be his father and he will be my son of course all of these are what we call intertextual quotations so today I, I have become your father is psalm 2 verse 7 psalm 2 verse 7 and then i will be his father and he will be my son intertextual quote first Chronicles 17 13 and second samuel 7 14 it says and again when god brings his firstborn into the world he says in other words when god created the angels in quotes, that would be the firstborns, the angels. Okay, when he sorry, when he brings his firstborn into the world, so who will be the firstborn? 
without the, of course that could not have that can't be Christ because it is true Christ that God made all things so the firstborn you want to say is it Adam okay he says let all God's angels worship him let God's earth, all angels worship him no apologies I'm, I'm missing that up so when God brings his firstborn into the world when God reveals Christ to the world God says, let all God's angels worship him. Let all the angels. So when we get to heaven, you will see the angels. You will see all of creation bowing down before Christ. Hallelujah. They will be bowing down before Christ. But the person that they are ultimately bowing down to is Almighty God. In speaking of the angels, he says, he makes his angels spirits. And his servants flames of fire. But about the sun, he says, so angels are, are simply, okay, his angels are spirits, they are spirit beings, and they are servants. And his servants flames of fire, they are servants, okay, okay, who are sent forth, of course, to minister for the heirs of salvation. See, but about the sun, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. Talking about the sun. A scepter of justice will be this will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Uh, be, therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions. God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Intertextual quote again, Psalm 45, verse 6 and 7. You have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God. Your God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. He also says in the beginning, Lord, you laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of your hand. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will roll them up like a robe, like a garment. They will be changed, but you remain the same and your years will never end. His years will never end. To which of the angels did God ever say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool? Again, intertextual quote, Psalm 110, verse 1. Sit at my right hand until I make, I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve, to serve those who will inherit salvation okay so what the writer showed is that christ and what we we receive in christ is greater than anything that the prophets had now he has shown that in christ he is greater than anything anything that any angel can reveal to us Let's move on to chapter 2. Okay, we'll read a little bit in chapter 2. Since thus the heavens and the earth are completed in all their vast array. They are completed in all their vast array. But listen, Christ is still greater than any every, anything created in creation. Says, um, apologies, please. Apologies again. My system is doing something this morning. It took me to Genesis chapter 1. Oh, no, sorry, Genesis chapter 2. So Hebrews chapter 2 says that we must pay at, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard. 
so that we do not drift away. For since the message spoken through angels was binding and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation? This salvation which we was first announced by the Lord was confirmed to us by those who had him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Okay? So, we paid attention to what angels said in the Old Testament. In fact, you didn't listen. You violated it. The, the, the punishment that was exacted was brutal. The writer is telling us that how much more we must pay attention to what we have received in Christ. On knowing that Christ is greater than anything any angel has to give us. He says in verse 5, it is not to angels that he has subjected the word to come about which we are speaking. But there is a place where someone has testified what is mankind that you are mindful of them, a son of man that you care for him. You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. In putting everything under them, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet, at the present, we do not see everything subject to them. That's to human beings, to mankind. But we do see Jesus. We do see Jesus. We already comprehend what happened in Christ. We do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death so that by the grace of God he might taste death Christ might taste death for everyone in bringing many sons and daughters to glory it was fitting it was fitting for Christ to be able to bring many sons and daughters to glory it was fitting that God for whom and through whom everything existed should make the pioneer the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered both the one the one who makes the people holy and those who are made holy are the same family so jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters listen jesus is not ashamed to call us to call us brothers and sisters he says um he says i will declare your name to my brothers and sisters in the assembly i will sing your praises and again I will put my trust in him. And, and again, he says, here I am and the children God has given me. In other words, Christ has called us his own and he has brought us already to the Father. I don't know why you will want to reject, reject Christ. Uh, but I'm telling you this morning, it is better than anything we have in Judaism. Okay? That the Jewish laws has to give us now let's look at what he says about about moses and i i i just wish we had time and uh, we had time this morning hebrews chapter 3 says therefore holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling fix your thoughts on on jesus whom we acknowledge as our apostle and our, our apostle and high priest he was faithful to the one who appointed him just as Moses was faithful in all of God's house. Remember, however, whatever Moses gave, gave them did not bring them deliverance. He was faithful just as Moses was in all of God's house. 
Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. You see that? Jesus has greater honor than, than, than Moses, has greater honor than Aaron, the first, the first high priest, than Aaron, the first high priest. In fact, if we go to chapter 4, he will tell us that, look, in even for Joshua, Joshua would try to give them rest. Joshua could not give them rest, okay? Because if the rest that Joshua had given them held true, then God would not have needed to speak about a day and that day of rest. Hebrews chapter 4 says that, therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, eh? as in to the Jews, the promise of his re- entering his rest still stands. Let us be careful that none of you be, you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us just as they did. But the message they had was, no, was of no value to them because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we have believed, we who have believed enter that rest just as God has said. So I declare an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. The people could not enter God's rest through Joshua. Whatever Joshua did, okay, when he did his part, okay, eventually he would share the land among them. But whatever Joshua did could not bring the people into their rest. And whatever Aaron also did could not bring the people, whatever Aaron, that that semblance of worship, the beautiful temple that they built, they were only shadows, shadows of what was coming. In fact, still chapter 4, Still chapter 4, it says that therefore since we have a great high priest who, also, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, not Aaron, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God through uh, God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us help us in our times of needs. Okay? You see why Jesus is greater than Aaron? When Aaron was tempted, Aaron sinned. In fact, he was the one that builds the golden calf that would lead the people into sin. Okay, so very important, the message in the book of Hebrews is very clear. If you read the concluding part, it tells us that, look, we are surrounded by, with a great cloud of witnesses. I think that is is in, that's in Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, okay, haven't discussed faith, the faith of everyone that we have seen in the Old Testament Okay, starting right from, from, from Abel and then to Enoch, to Noah, to Abraham, to Sarah, and on and on like that, to Isaac, to Jacob, you know, to Joseph, to Moses, and on and on like that. 
It tells us that we are surrounded with a great cloud, a great cloud of witnesses. All of these people longed for something more. They wanted to taste something, but they never did. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, Abraham, Enoch, Joseph, Jacob, we are surrounded by so by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God Consider him who endures such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose and lose heart. Verse 4, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Stand your ground. The writer is telling them, don't lose your faith. And I'm encouraging someone this morning as we begin to round up as we begin to round up, stand your ground. Don't lose your faith. Christianity, what we have in Christ, is better, far better. In Christ, the promise was accomplished. It was fulfilled. It was fulfilled in Christ. So let us press into Christ. In fact, it tells us in 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 the latter part that we should come boldly to the throne of grace and mercy and i'm encouraging somebody to come with boldness this morning the concluding part of the letter hebrews chapter 13 from verse 22 says brothers and sisters i urge you to bear bear with my words my word of exhortation for in fact i've written to you quite briefly i don't know it's not so brief i want you to know that our brother timothy and this is why most people say it it can't be paul paul in all his epistles okay the other in quote 14 of them that we have they never called timothy once a brother okay he would call timothy a son so he says our brother timothy but remember that this is written right at the towards the end what i say again this is after after nero and nero would have would have been the one that killed paul okay so again okay when we get to heaven there are things we'll find out i want you to know that our brother timothy has been released if he arrives soon i will come with him to see you greet all your leaders and all the lost people those from italy sends you their greetings Grace be with you all. Hallelujah. Alright, so the message in Hebrews is clear. Christ is better. Jesus is better. Hold on to the confidence that you have in him. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you this morning that you will not lose your faith in Christ Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that that faith will grow stronger and stronger. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you this morning. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.